Excellent. Well, now that we've gotten some technical issues addressed, maybe. Um, welcome, everybody, to our Twitter space. Uh, we'll get going here in just a moment, letting people show up. But in the meantime, I'll take this opportunity to direct your fingers and eyeballs to our website, casa.org. That's C-A-S-A-A dot org. Uh, to find out more about our organization, what we do, opportunities to get involved, education to share with your friends and loved ones and lawmakers um, and people who may just be combative and want to confront you on the street. Uh, we've got all the things to help back you up. Uh, we've also got merch and uh, T-shirts, things that you can buy and wear and advocate and style. Uh, you can check all of that out on our website. Uh, and... I guess without further ado, we'll jump into this. Today's special guests are Amanda Wheeler of the American Vapor Manufacturers Association and Tim Andrews of Americans for Tax Reform. A lot of America going on here. And they are touring across the country on the We Vape, We Vote tour. Uh, and already you guys have stopped in uh, Prescott, Prescott Valley, Arizona and um, Thornton, Colorado, and today you guys are on your way to Omaha and Des Moines. So without me running down the calendar anymore, Amanda, Tim, whoever wants to go first, how are things going? What's the response been? Uh, and have you been able to uh, have good conversations with, with candidates and voters? Yeah, thanks for that uh, overview of the tour, Alex. Uh, it's been off to a phenomenal start. It, the enthusiasm and excitement for the tour has been incredible. Uh, already we've had candidates come out and speak to vapors on the tour. Uh, we went to visit uh, congressional offices. Uh, we're doing all kinds of you know, voter outreach, checking registrations, getting vapors registered to vote. Uh, so just the outpouring of support and enthusiasm has been phenomenal. And I think, um, you know, each stop, it, it, it increases a little bit. We had a little pop-up stop in Colorado Springs where we spoke to a lot of our active duty military members who vape. Uh, as many know, smoking rates are very high in the military. So it was really nice to, to go out and, and speak to our service members who depend on vaping. Uh, we had a great event up in Colorado yesterday. Uh, you know, Colorado is a state that has been beleaguered by taxes, flavor bands, you name it. Uh, we've got two candidates there who have been either the sponsor or the co-sponsor of every piece of anti-harm reduction legislation that's run through the state capitol. And so, you know, we were really happy to have an event in their district and have their opponents come out and visit with us. So uh, we're really looking forward to the next tour stops. But so far, everything's been amazing. That's great. That's good to hear. And, and awesome that you guys are able to do some pop-up stops. Um, when we first took the RV out in 2016, uh, when we swung through Pennsylvania, we were able to stop in Harrisburg and uh, tag along with some of the, the business owners in the state and, and kind of have a, an impromptu uh, lobby day, if you will. Uh, it, it, was, it, was, it was fortuitous that we could all meet up and, and walk through the Capitol together. Um, and so, Tim, uh, since this is sort of your your brainchild, uh, uh, getting this, uh, getting the RV back on the road for 2022. Um, maybe for folks who haven't caught the announcement or, or really understand anything about why 
why we're touring around the country in an RV. Uh, maybe give some background and, and, and help folks understand, you know, kind of what the goals are of, of the We Vape, We Vote Tour. Sure. And thank you for having us on. I'm sorry for all the background noises because we are on the road in the bus at the moment. So the reason for the tour is simple. We all know that we have the science on our side. We know that vaping is 95% safer than combustible tobacco. We know it has the potential to save 6.6 million lives. We know the fact that it's between two and six times more effective than any other form of nicotine replacement therapy. But unfortunately, you have politicians believing misinformation. You have this scenario where certain people have spent hundreds of millions of dollars spreading misinformation. And these politicians want to ban these life-saving products. They want to take someone's right to save their life away from them. And unfortunately, we can't always rely on politicians, as we've seen, to do the right thing. So what we need to show is this isn't only the right thing for them to do, it's the politically smart thing for them to do. What we've commissioned polling, and we've just done a press release about half an hour ago with some more updated polling on this, which shows four out of every five vapors. This is the issue that they will vote on. That, with 20 million vapors in the United States, this is something that will change elections. So what we're doing is we're going to... We're meeting with candidates. We're not endorsing anyone. This is a non-partisan tour. But we're reaching out to all candidates and say, hang on, here is the science, here is the data, but here is also the polling. Come and meet some motivated vapors in your area. Hear their testimony. Hear their personal stories as to how these products save their lives, learn the truth about the matter, and when you get elected to Congress, become an actual champion for science and for your constituents. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great message, and I, I know people are probably always concerned about whether or not, you know, which way this, this effort cuts, uh, you know, across partisan lines. Um, but, you know, as, as I've noted, as, as you've stated, you know, this is, this is about being on the right side of the right side of history, not the, the right side of your party. Um, and so, I, you know, I, I'm sort of curious, you know, is there anything that, that voters in these districts, you know, is it worth them reaching out, worth, worth it for them to reach out to candidates and say, hey, you know, I, I feel strongly about the vaping and tobacco harm reduction. Come out and meet me and all my friends. You know, let's, let's have a conversation about this or... Are you finding, you know, maybe some of the politicians are just absolutely reluctant to engage and um, and, and don't want to hear anything? They kind of have their mind made up. Uh, and, and is this cutting across party lines what you're seeing? So I think you're right that this isn't a right or left issue. It's a right and wrong issue. And we are clearly on the right side of history. I would encourage everyone to reach out to all candidates on all sides and try and share with them the science on this issue. Because it is possible to change minds. We've seen politicians, um, a good example being Democrat Julie Casemiro in Rhode Island, who went from being a sponsor of the vaping ban to trying to then overturn the efforts after she actually met with Oh, I think we're losing Tim. <laughs> Are you guys going through a tunnel? 
Well, we are having some technical issues. I, as 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 the the RV is traveling, no uh, no accounting for which parts of the country don't have great cell service. Um, so I'd, I'd love to tee up another question, but I, I, I'm not sure if uh, you're going to be able to respond right away. Um, so, oh, we got Greg. Maybe you can pick up with the spotty service here. Hey, Alex. This is Greg Conley of the AVM. I am not on the bus at the moment. I'm actually packing for a 7.30 flight tonight to beautiful Des Moines. Uh, I'll be the first city on the tour and the first place this season that I have had to bring a jacket for a trip to. Um, but I'm excited to get to, to Iowa, and I'll be on the bus um, for the most part uh, until the very end in Florida. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to shore up my travel as well. I, my The first date that I can make is actually on the 24th in Charleston. Um, so uh, I'll be able I'll, I'll be able to pick up on the last three dates. We've got Charleston, Savannah, and then Jacksonville, the 24th, 25th, and 26th. Um, so maybe, uh, you know, fill folks in on, you know, in between uh, and, and, and what uh, folks have seen already. I know that, that Amanda was saying, uh, you know, at, at, at her shop in, in, in Prescott Valley, they were, they were uh, giving discounts for folks and running specials. Is this something you guys have lined up for, for other shops that there's going to be deals and food and, and fun free things going on? I can't promise deals and fun at every stop, or rather I can't promise deals at every stop, but I can promise fun and food. Uh, we're leaving it up to the individual store owners to decide uh, what they want to do to attract people. But we know that these store owners, and I'll say something about the store owners in a moment, that they're excited about this. They want to bring some energy to this. And the thing I wanted to say was that when we did the uh, Save Vaping tour several years ago, six years ago, it feels much uh, shorter than that, um, finding standalone vape shops or shops that were 90% focused on vapor was quite easy six years ago. And it just hurts to look at the lists from years ago and see so many shops that have closed and know that it's not because suddenly people in that, uh, that part of America decided to put down cigarettes or decided to just switch to a jewel or a views. No, it was because many of their customers return to smoking. That's pretty brutal. Yeah. And, and so, you know, in that vein, um, actually this would be good for Amanda and Tim cause they're actually on the road, but, um, I'm sure that, you know, you've called around and, and tried to track down people for, um, you know, hosting these events. What's the, what's the sentiment? What's the mood? Are, are people hopeful or, or energized and, and, you know, optimistic for the future or is the FDA just, really kind of beat everybody down. So I think that these store owners are the ones that are remaining, the ones that are standing firm and still being able to serve their customers. I think they were immediately energized by the idea. Uh, spoke to a lot of managers that had to then speak to owners and connect me to the owners. And there was very few locations where it was anything more than, hey, 
we would like to do an event at your store focused on the importance of keeping vaping available on the market for people like you to sell and for your customers to purchase. Over time, though, vapors can grow defeated, lethargic, etc. It's hard to blame some of them when you feel like the same thing just keeps repeating over and over again, and then all of a sudden, even though doom and gloom has been predicted, the industry, at least in part, is still here. You can still acquire what you need uh, with the FDA interfering too much. But all it takes is the next big movement by FDA to remind people, remind the vapors, oh, this is serious. This is something we need to pay attention to. So, yeah, I guess the, the maybe the next big move on the horizon is uh, FDA cracking down on a couple of disposables manufacturers. Um, you know, the question for everyone, really, anybody who wants to jump in, uh, has it been your experience that uh, the enforcement actions from FDA are actually deterring people from continuing to sell these products uh, or, or are folks just going to the next most available thing? I think one thing that we see is just how resilient a lot of these store owners are and how they remain committed to this fight because they are doing what something which is the humanitarian task of saving lives. And we have to remember that this isn't these are businesses who employ people, basically who the employees are like family to many of them. And it's heartbreaking that the government may wish to, you know, shut some of them down. But ultimately there are twenty million vapors in the United States. That's a lot of people. I think this industry down and force everyone back to smoking. So we see that give up mentality. There is that passion and that resilience seeing on this tour. Tim came in well at the end, but a little choppy during portions. Unfortunately, that's the reality of Wi-Fi hotspots in America's underpopulated, uh, some of America's most underpopulated areas. Uh, but uh, I, as I said, the resilience of these store owners is great, and we need more people like them. Uh, but in the end, what matters is people, if they want to access the vaping products they want, that they're able to. Yeah, it's it's good to hear, and I know that there's a lot of challenges for people, kind of you know going against the grain here and, and keeping shops open and, and remaining you know able to serve their their customers. Um, but it, it's always it's it's heartwarming to see folks taking that that level of risk in order to help people stay smoke free. Um, I I did want to maybe get into kind of the nuts and bolts of things, and I I know you know we've we've had the the privilege of having Paul Blair explain things to us as to why. Americans for Tax Reform got involved in all of this in the beginning. Uh, and uh, but, you know, maybe Tim or, or Greg, um, whoever's got the best service, um, uh, maybe talk a little bit about the significance of having 20 million people who vape and having so many people um, look at this as, you know, perhaps a defi- deciding factor in, in, in who they're going to vote for. Sure. So Tim may still be in a bad zone. So I will reiterate my 
uh, knowledge of the story. Um, Americans for Tax Reform, which was founded many years ago at the request of Ronald Reagan by a guy named Grover Norquist, they are, as you would expect from the name, a group that opposes new taxes, and in particular when they see taxes that are particularly harmful, uh, they will engage with lawmakers, some of whom have signed pledges to the Americans for Tax Reform, saying they won't increase taxes. Uh, but they also see uh, and they saw what attracted them to this issue was that Oklahoma, about six or seven years ago, attempted to put through what they called a tiny tax on vaping products. It's eventually what we know as the five cents per milliliter model that's now present in North Carolina and a few other states. But Oklahoma was a very uh, anti-tax state that did not require a vaping product tax by any means, not politically, not economically, not health-wise. There was no need for it. And when all of a sudden something like 200 to 300 vapers and vape shop owners and employees showed up at the state capitol to protest, there was uh, a lot of attention paid. And the intelligence, the the people who, who could see a trend coming, saw that if you could get out 200, 300 people at a state capitol, um, that means there's many more times that they care about this issue in the area and that they could be welcomed into the same family of anti-tax crusades that there are on other issues. Yeah. Go ahead, Tim. Okay, if you if you can see me, this is the one of the issues that Americans for Tax Reform believes in is the fact that this is a vital part of what we call the Leave Us Alone Coalition. These are people who vapors are just people who want the government to let leave them alone to not tax them to a great extent, to not ban life-saving products, and to simply leave them alone. And this is ultimately what we at Americans for Tax Reform are about. And it's also, But it's also a politically smart decision. As I said, it's a moral decision, but it's also a politically smart decision. So it's something that really checks all of the boxes. But, I mean, the other thing is, though, Going on the morality of this, like, I was always believed in this from a political perspective, but what got me passionate was actually meeting vapors, starting to hear, like, I remember one person early on who was telling me it used to take her half an hour to get out of bed with her sort of coughing up black tar, couldn't quit smoking, tried everything. And within six months, she ran her first half, half marathon. That's how much her health improved. You just hear all of these stories of people whose lives were turned around. And, like, it baffles me how anyone can look at a vapor in the eye and say, no, I want to take this product away from you. In fact, this morning, I'm not sure if this was mentioned when I was off the tour, um, when my connection wasn't working, we tried to go to one of the anti-vaping candidates' offices. We had a USB with testimony from all of these people in his district, her district, sorry, saying, here are my stories. We had someone who lived in her district come up and say, can we just pass this on? What happened? They locked the doors. They literally locked the doors because they refused to hear the testimony from vapors in that district. And you know why? Because once they hear the testimony, once they look at someone in the eye and say, I, you know, there's no way they can say, I want to take these products away from you. So while I think it's important that we keep reaching out to people, 
and trying to get them to change their mind, which has happened. I'm a big believer in the power of redemption. And, you know, as I said before, Julia Casimir in Rhode Island is an amazing example of this. People need to start contacting their candidates. And if a candidate refuses to even meet with them, if a candidate keeps voting against their interest, then ultimately they need to use the power of the ballot box to turf that candidate out of office if they're elected, because this is one of the most important issues of the day, because millions of lives are literally at stake. This isn't an abstract political issue. This isn't an issue where, you know, oh, it might make a small inconvenience of someone. This is an issue which will literally cost lives. And ultimately, that is one of the most important things that you can do on election day, that if you have a candidate, literally lock their doors rather than hear from a vapor in their district because they are so anti-science, then that person does not deserve to represent you. Yeah, you know, I, I wish I could say it was shocking, but it, it, it is at least still astonishing that we have candidates or officials plugging their fingers in their ears and, and just not listening to, to real stories from, from, you know, actual people who benefit from, from these products or, you know, and, and I'm, this is not unique to vaping. Uh, but it, it, you know, it, it, it just it stings a lot more when we know all the good that can can come from these products and, and people switching. Um, I know that uh, you know several, you know, elected officials won't even meet with folks if they if they if they catch a whiff of any association with with the tobacco or or now nicotine industry, uh, and and it really does fall on voters to, you know. Uh, be more educated than your lawmakers. <laughs> and, and, you know, at some point, everybody's just going to sort of take this into their own hands and, 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 and vote for the candidates who, who, who represent our, our values and our needs. Um, well, before I, I, I know we're having some connection issues here and there, and I, I don't want to drag this out too long, but um, wanted to give Matt or Danielle an opportunity to jump in if you guys have any questions about the tour. I had one um, for anybody who's who's able to answer. I know that there is a sentiment. I think probably most of us have witnessed it um, from within, you know, vaping advocates, the vaping community. And I do understand the sentiment, but I wanted to see if you guys could touch on this a little bit. There's a, you know, sort of a, a thought that it's almost pointless to try to reach out to, you know, Democrats um, or progressives on this issue because they've been so, you know, anti it, essentially. Some of our biggest, you know, political opponents have been Democrats, not exclusively, but I would say it definitely tilts that way. And I wonder if you guys could talk about, you know, I personally and CASA is a nonpartisan, you know, organization. We don't necessarily agree with that sentiment, but with you guys who have a lot more political experience and are on the ground doing these things, what would you say to vapers who have that opinion? Do you agree with that? Uh, hey, this is Amanda. I'd be happy to take that question if everybody can hear me. Yeah, you're coming through. Okay, great. Um, so, you know, I understand why people have that impression because there's certainly a trend where we have more support and less support. You know, but we can't forget that people like Mitt Romney and Lisa Murkowski exist on one side of the issue. And then on the other side of the issue, you know, we have several uh, Democratic senators that were instrumental in keeping the nicotine tax out of Build Back Better. And in a state like Colorado, we can't defeat these flavor bans without support from both parties to vote against them. 
And over the years, we've been very successful at, at getting that support from both parties. So I would say, you know, if we get trapped into this false mentality that um, folks on the left can't understand things like harm reduction, um, you know, we're never going to ultimately be able to win this battle. Um, you know, people on the left definitely understand and value harm reduction. We just have to do a really good job of explaining this issue to them in, in a way that, that shows them why it's important to care about it and take it seriously. And I've definitely seen areas where we've been able to do that. And, you know, this, this, as Tim said, it's a very nonpartisan tour because, you know, harm reduction for cigarette smokers should be something that any candidate can support. Yeah, I think it's also worth pointing out that uh, <clears throat> Democrats vary so much throughout the whole country, too. And on a state level, they're they're way less influenced by, you know, Bloomberg money and some of those big orgs. Um, so, you know, for example, in Montana, where I'm at, I've, I've had pretty good luck with Democrats. But obviously, that's, you know, might be different than some California Democrats. And I'll also add, it's Greg Conley, that especially when you're talking about your state senator or your state house representative or even your house representative, if they're not a big wig, if they're not a speaker or a majority person who doesn't do many public events, try to do or set a goal to do more than just send the email or make the phone call. If you sign up for a mailing list for a candidate, You'll get some really boring emails, but you'll also get emails informing you about when they're doing a town hall, when they're going to be at coffee with a cop, uh, especially the state senators and state reps. They often try to do a lot of community events and being able to get that FaceTime and just say to them, this is an issue that's important to me. I'd like you to look further into it. Just that alone uh, there are stories I can tell of state legislators that have agreed to take a further look into an issue just because of that. Yeah, that's all excellent advice and points, and, and thanks for, for hashing that out for, for folks. Um, uh, maybe, I, I don't know if you guys have a lot of stuff lined up, but I'm curious, uh, you know, you've already had a candidate come out to, to visit in, in uh, was it was it Colorado? Um you know, al along the road, uh, are there any um, local officials and and other state state candidates who are you who have expressed an interest in coming out and checking out the tour? We've invited all candidates from all sides of politics to try and join us on the tour. We would love everyone to join us. We're hoping to get a couple more locked in that we'll be able to announce soon. So make sure you follow us on um, Twitter, which is just, you know, at Save Vape or Save for Facebook, where we'll be making the announcements. But we certainly hope to see more elected officials and candidates joining us at future stops. Yeah, that's a good. That's a that's a good point. Um, just to to reiterate, uh, you know, uh, if you want to find the tour on Twitter uh, or Facebook, it's at Save Vape. Was that was that correct? Yes. And uh, I don't know about did did anything ever get worked out with Instagram or is it already pre banned? <laughs> We're still trying to get the ban reversed, so hopefully <laughs> soon. Yeah, no, we had some we had some issues with a. a uh, I think a, a Twitter post the other day, just in Kassar. Um, but uh, we got that sorted out. So um, still getting caught up in algorithms here and there. Um, well, 
uh, you know, given all the, the, the technical issues and, and other things, I, I don't know, uh, Matt or Danielle, if you have anything else to ask or uh, Greg, Tim or Amanda, if there's anything we didn't cover, if you want to throw some extra stuff in here, um, this, this would be the time to do it. You know, I would just say, you know, if you're out there listening to this, uh, visit WeVapeWeVote.org. Uh, find a tour stop near you and come see us. We would certainly love to see all of you. It's really interesting driving around in this big wrapped bus. It provokes a lot of conversation along the road. And it's been a great opportunity to, you know, educate people as we go along. So we would love to see more people out at the stops as we make our way across the country. Absolutely. We would love to see as many people as possible. Hopefully you can come to our events, but show your support on social media, tweet, you know, retweet us, but also show some of your testimonies. Um, we'll have videos at all of our events running of things. And if we can't record you at the bus, we can maybe play a video of you at the bus. So share your stories, share your testimonies, spread the word, write to your candidates as well, and just try and engage in this as much as possible. Because now is the time in the few weeks before an election where all the candidates are paying attention. Yeah, and this isn't a question, but I do just want to comment that I think those um, testimonial videos that you guys are recording along the way is really powerful and just great. I'm so glad that you guys are doing that. Yeah, I'm excited. We have so many that, that haven't even been released yet. So definitely watch uh, the Save Vape Twitter account. Because I'm, I'm really, really excited for everybody to see all of the amazing stories we're collecting. That's great. And, and I, uh, uh, just to, to share a little bit from, from when we were out in 2016, I think, uh, I don't think it was exclusively California, but I seem to remember, uh, grinding our way through, through California on the highway. And every now and then somebody would be, uh, would pass us and wave a mod out the window and say, hey, great. Um, so that I, I, I assume hopefully you guys are getting some of those reactions out there. Um, I know at least around here, vapors don't seem to be as, as visible uh, in public as they used to be. But it was always good to have somebody yell out the window and support me. Oh, look, we have people coming up to us in, um, you know, Walmart parking lots when we're there. We have people coming up to us in our hotel. I was in the, like, I was in the hotel elevator yesterday and we had a whole family come up and thank us for all that we're doing and say how much they support us. So we're definitely getting the word out and the bus is very, very noticeable. I'm curious, have you guys had any tough conversations? You know, anyone who sees the bus and comes up and says, well, you know, I heard from so-and-so that this stuff is bad for you. I'm just wondering if anybody, if you've had any opportunities to have conversations like that. I've only seen, not in person. I mean, you get the trolls on social media, but in person, at least, everyone who has interacted with us or has, has offered complete support. And so far, let's hope that that'll hold up. Excellent. Um, well, uh, I guess this is probably as good a place to end it as any. Um, I, I know you guys are traveling today, so not not under the crunch here, but um, we'll let you get back to the good work on the RV uh, and enjoy the scenery as you move along. Uh, one more last call for any last comments. Okay, hearing none, we'll get through it. Um, for those of you in Iowa, 
uh, and Nebraska. Uh, the tour is stopping by your neighborhoods, uh, Omaha, Nebraska, tomorrow. Uh, that'll be 10 a.m. to noon local time. Uh, if you live in Omaha, you should have gotten an email from us uh, at this point, or maybe it's about to go out um, around 2 o'clock today. You should get an email from us with all the details, the Eventbrite uh, link to register. All of these events are free. Not only are they free, but you're likely to get some food and, and maybe discounts depending on what the shop owners have uh, put together. Uh, so Omaha, Nebraska tomorrow at 10 a.m., Generation V e-cigarettes and vape bar. That's on West Center Road. Uh, and then later in the afternoon, you guys are going to book it down to Des Moines, Iowa uh, from 4 to 6 p.m., the, 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 the RV will be at Route 69 Vapor, Southeast 14th Street in Des Moines. Uh, and then just to run through these dates really quickly, on the 15th, you've got Eau Claire, Wisconsin. On the 17th, Rockford, Illinois. On the 18th, Girard, Ohio. 19th is going to be Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. October 20th, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, or Bethlehem. Uh, October 21st, it looks like a possibility for Scranton. Pennsylvania. We, yep, we've got that uh, lined up. Uh, and then uh, 22nd, Maryland. Uh, this is going to be in New Market, Maryland at the Vapor Emporium. Uh, and then on the 24th, where I'll be joining the tour, Charleston, South Carolina. The next day will be Savannah, Georgia. And then everything wraps up October 26th in Jacksonville, Florida at Johnny Copper Vape and Hemp Shop. So... Was that, did you did you want to add something, Amanda? I just wanted to point out I love that we're ending the tour at Johnny Copper, who toppled the FDA in the 11th Circuit. It's a hell of a way to close out the tour. I'm really excited. Uh, looking forward to the Iowa stop on Thursday. Um, shout out to the Iowa Vape Association. They've sponsored the entire tour. Uh, they're super excited about their um, And I, in fact, just got an email 30 seconds ago that our Instagram account has been reactivated, so we should be able to start posting things to Instagram very shortly. So that is breaking news as Fantastic. You, you heard it here first, folks, on CASA. Um, the Instagram for the We Vape, We Vote Tour is back up and running, uh, so if that's your social media platform choice, look for uh, video testimonials and all the updates from the tour. Uh, at save at save vape on Instagram. I, I know that didn't come across as a question, but it was. Um, on Instagram, so, it's uh, actually anyway, we we'll vape and vote. We vape and vote. Vape and vote on Instagram. Yes, I vote, but there should there won't be any content there until we put it all back up. But soon. Fantastic. All right, we'll give them a follow, give them a like, and uh, keep up to date on, on the tour as it progresses. Um, I'll let you guys get back to it. Thank you once again for spending some time with us and, and uh, letting people know about the tour. Uh, I'm excited to join you guys in South Carolina. Uh, it should be a good good, good few last days of the tour. Uh, and, um, and, yeah, so we'll, we'll get this done uh, and, and, and happy about the maybe maybe little victory lap in, in Jacksonville. So, um once again, thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, we will be back here in a couple of weeks, and or we may be back here in a couple of weeks. I'll be on the tour. Uh, so the next scheduled event for us here on Twitter Space is going to be on the 26th. 
um, might be a good time to uh, check back in. We will be in Jacksonville around that time. Uh, so maybe look for us around maybe two or three o'clock, uh, depending on how we feel about doing this before or during the event. Uh, and that'll be kind of the wrap party there. Um, so in the meantime, um, if you're joining us late and want more information, don't worry. This Twitter space will be available to listen to for 30 days on Twitter. After that, we put it up on our SoundCloud, our Spotify, our YouTube, and you can go check all that stuff later. And Danielle, of course, will send out uh, a, a handy reminder about where you can find this and other CASA media productions uh, on the Internet. Uh, check out our website, www.casa.org, C-A-S-A-A.org. All different types of opportunities to get involved, share your story on our testimonials project. I recently sent out a request for quotes for an article Cheryl Olson is writing and got a ton of responses. So we know there are thousands of people out there who really want to tell their stories. Add yours to the more than 13,000 that we have on our website. These are things that you can share with lawmakers. Sometimes we do have the opportunity to share with lawmakers. <clears throat> and of course, friends, anybody interested in, in what vaping is all about, maybe you're new to this and you want to see what other people's experiences are. If you're tired of internet forums and all the nastiness on Facebook, go check out what real people are saying about their real experiences with switching away from smoking. Uh, and also uh, check out the all the swag we've got. Uh, T-shirts, of course, Advocate and Style. Danielle worked hard on these designs. They look fantastic and they'll look even better on you. Uh, and uh, wow, there's one more thing. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, if you find this podcast or Twitter space or any of our other content valuable, please remember to donate. Uh, we do survive on on your donations. Our ability to keep uh, getting people in touch with lawmakers and other policymakers depends on on your your contributions. So, um, please, any 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 amount is 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 perfect. Uh, and we got a big green donate button on our on our website. So, uh, I think I got all of the things. Danielle will correct me if I'm missing anything. You are great. Fantastic. <laughs> Okay. So with that, thanks again, everybody, for joining us, and we'll probably see you back here in two weeks.